Welcome into A to Z Sports, powered and apparently owned by the BetMGM app. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us all over social media as we are Nashville's on-demand sports network going live weekday mornings at 8 central time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Links to the show segment by segment on our Twitter timeline. And also hit us up on Instagram and TikTok for more Titans coverage. Uh, we got to thank our sponsors because they make it happen for us and they help out all of you like Wilson County Hyundai. WilsonCountyHyundai.com is where to go to make the uh, to make them a part of your new car buying process. So check them out there in Lebanon. The Bone and Joint Institute, BoneandJointTN.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care and Farm Bureau Health Plans. Get better with Farm Bureau Health Plans. Uh, better coverage rates and service. Learn more about a health plan for you at FBHP.com slash A-T-O-Z. I, I did want to get to a couple comments before we dive in uh, to Kevin Byard because – uh, I did see this coming in uh, on the chat that we are not talking about the Lamar Jackson news uh, today. We will discuss that uh, maybe tomorrow, depending on uh, on how the media availability goes today between the Titans uh, there at St. Thomas Sports Park. Sam Phelan will be at St. Thomas Sports Park. 10.30 a.m. Central is when those players are set to meet with the media. We do not know. Uh, what players or which players are speaking because the Titans have yet to make anything official outside of Nick Westbrook-Akine and their two other restricted free agent tenders. And so we'll find out if Andre Dillard, if the trio of San Francisco 49ers guys will talk today. Sean Murphy Bunting was the report uh, this morning coming in from the Bucks and signing a one-year deal with the Titans. We'll talk about him a little bit later on, uh, but we will discuss the Lamar Jackson update from the weekend, but maybe tomorrow uh, also, maybe Wednesday to get into that because the Kevin Byard situation, Zach, I think is much bigger uh, than the Lamar Jackson situation because Kevin Byard is a current Tennessee Titan. He is a legacy Tennessee Titan. He is one of the last uh, guys really remaining from the John Robinson era of the Titans, a, a third round pick in 2016, John Robinson's first NFL draft, along with uh, Derrick Henry in that class. And middle late last week, uh, the podcast from Michael Lombardi really uh, brought this up. And, and I'll play that real quick just to kind of set the stage on where this began. It began with Mike Lombardi, a former NFL GM, talking about Kevin Byard and the Titans at the very, very end of his podcast last week. So, and Jesse Bates is a good player. But to me, I think when, you know, Ke- Byard, the kid at Tennessee, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Kevin Byard, Byard. he's really... Yeah. He's really a good player. They're trying to get him to take a pay cut. So would I sign Bates? If he doesn't take a pay cut, they're going to cut him. So if I sign Bates, Ooh. do I go after – I would rather have Byard than Bates. I think he's yeah. really a good player. So you got to kind of play that around a little bit. you got to wait. Oh, Kevin Byard. Wow, that's that's an interesting one because yeah, he's a former All-Pro. Like, he's, he's a heck he's of a, a really player. He's a really good player, so. but they're trying to get him to take a pay cut. He doesn't want to do it. Now, you know, this is where the rubber meets the road. Who's – you know, are they bluffing? Are they not bluffing? You know, yeah. I mean, they got cap issues. I mean, that team's in a mess. That team's oh, yeah. in a mess. So, Michael Lombardi last week. Zach, you have not really reacted. I'll give you a, a second or two here to react to what you heard there from Michael Lombardi that Sam and I talked about on Friday morning. Well, I agree with the, the last statement. That team is a mess. I do think that the Titans are a mess. I think that they are in flux of figuring out their identity of what they want to be to go chase a Super Bowl. And they're far away from that because of all of the contracts, what we've seen Rand Carthon come in and do so far in this first offseason. And then now, you know, going to Kevin Byard and asking for a pay cut. If you don't ask, you don't know. But you also have to understand that when you do ask, that the player or person may feel a certain way if you're asking them to do something that they don't feel comfortable doing or not wanting to do, which that's what we've kind of heard. So, you know, the Titans have to look at all that, you know, they've got to, to uncover every single thing that they possibly can to rebuild this roster, this franchise over the next several years under Rand Carthon and kind of the, the next level and next stage of Mike Vrabel's head coaching career as the Titans head coach. And this is just one of those pieces that's uncomfortable. But if you don't ask, you don't know. 
Yeah, I, I agree. If you don't ask, you don't know, but there are consequences to asking those questions. And yeah, you're like you said, the player might uh, not exactly uh, take that uh, with uh, the best uh, enthusiasm there. So that was middle to late last week. And then you see this report coming Friday afternoon out of Nashville where uh, Jared Stillman locally tweeted this. Kevin Byard has requested his release from the Titans per source. And so that was Friday early afternoon that really started this buzz uh, to start building. And then it went national. Then you saw other reporters, including Adam Schefter. Uh, Adam Schefter confirmed the fact that the Titans asked Kevin Byard for a, a pay cut, uh, but then and then said the Titans and Byard were at a crossroads. And then uh, Teron Davenport, who covers the Titans locally for ESPN, uh, took Adam Schefter's tweet and added this to it. A little more on this, multiple sources confirmed that Kevin Byard has not asked the Titans to release him. So you've got Jared Stillman here saying that Kevin Byard has requested his release from the Titans per his source. And Teron Davenport saying multiple sources confirmed that Kevin Byard has not asked the Titans to release them. But it does seem like what Michael Lombardi said mid, mid last week and Adam Schefter, and it sounds like Teron's on this as well, that the Titans did present Kevin Byard and ask him or inquire about him taking a pay cut uh, this offseason. So that seems to be uh, the truth here. Well, the truth is, is that Stillman's playing in a sandbox he probably shouldn't be in. And he's not a reporter. And his sources were wrong. And it came out, the big dogs started to come out and actually tell exactly what it was. And it was a wrong report. You know, when you say somebody goes and asks to leave their job, that's pretty serious. And that's a wrong rumor. And so he needs to check his sources because that came out Friday. Now, did it eventually get us the truth? Yes, it did, right? So we got that. But this is uh, this is bad on Stillman, to be honest. I looked at this and I, I looked at it and I said, if this, he better be right because that is something, when you say something, and look, Stillman has a following. He, he's got a radio show. I understand that. But why I say he's playing in the wrong sandbox is he's not a reporter. And I don't even know if he – how many sources did he have? Did he only have one? Did one he, guy well, tell him? I mean, yeah. I'm not asking for his sources. I'm yeah. asking – he needs to go through a protocol to make sure that he doesn't get things wrong, and this is dead-ass wrong. Yeah, because and so – Because I mean, they came back and said that this was not the case. Yeah, so per source, uh, so that's singular there from Jared, and then Tehran has multiple sources – uh, confirmed that uh, no release was asked for there. And so, you know, I I heard a, a little bit about what Stillman said is that he his source that he said was the same person that told him that John Robinson was getting fired 20 or 30 minutes before John Robinson got fired. And so clearly somebody that he trusts and he ran with it. I do think uh, Stillman's report uh, on Friday afternoon started and really pushed the snowball down the hill that led to Schefter poking around on it. That led to Tehran poking more about it. Uh, Buck and Sam did some effort and work on this um, as well Friday afternoon during all the St. Patrick's Day festivities. And so uh, because I, I also, it was wrong, <laughs> like you have yeah. to say, the reason why that we got the truth is because somebody came out, Stillman in this case, with bad, wrong information. We cannot let that up. And I will be honest, I don't follow Stillman, but I went through his timeline this morning to figure out if he apologized or corrected himself and the results are in and that didn't happen. So right. the so there's bad reporting on all sides of this. If you're going to tweet out something like that, first of all, you better get it right. You better check your sources. You better have multiple sources. And then if you do in fact get it wrong, at least correct yourself. Like, mistakes happen. Now, this is a big mistake, in my opinion, because you're now, your credibility is starting to be tainted. Because if you get something, and here was my thought. When this, when I, I saw that Friday afternoon, my first reaction is, that's not like Kevin Byard. I don't think Byard would go to the team and say, I'm not taking a pay cut, release me. I think it would be more like, we're not on common ground. How are we going to get there? But I'm not taking a pay cut. But the release me 
is the big news that was incorrect. And I mean, it's just a lie. It's not correct. And, and Byard of everything that he had done to the franchise, the type of person Kevin Byard is, Austin, you and I have been around Kevin Byard numerous yep. times covering this team over the years when he was drafted, when he was all pro, a pro bowl, the type of person I also think yields what the report is. And those two did not match with Stillman's report. Now they did match of crossroads. I could understand Kevin Byard not wanting to be cut. I could understand or wanting to take a pay cut. I could understand that two sides of, whoa, you know, Rank Carthon comes in here and now, you know, the new sheriff, the new manager's asking me to do this. He doesn't understand what all I've done to this franchise. All of those type of things. But Stillman needs to correct his report on Twitter, yeah. not on his his radio show. Yeah, and, and you know we'll find out what happens on uh, when he gets back on the air. Well, and, I, uh, I won't. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I'm same. Uh, Nate says Stillman just wanted clicks. It's a clickbait world, and we're all slaves to it. Look, I mean that's yeah. I mean that's not incorrect there, you, Nate. So, uh, so it is a clickbait world, but to that, that's why you can't get this wrong. Yeah, because and so now your perception is that you were doing it for clicks. And so here, here's you know to go further. So Stillman tweeted originally at, at 2:21 p.m. Central on Friday. Uh, an hour and 40 minutes later, at four o'clock, he tweeted again. Per my source, Kevin Byard was asked to take a pay cut, confirming at Mike Lombardi's report, and Byard has asked the team for his release. So he doubled down on this Friday afternoon. And ever since, ever since then, he's tweeted about college basketball and college basketball only. And so I, I do, I do agree with you uh, that, you know, there is, there needs to be accountability, at least an, an that's acknowledgement. Bogus. That's, that's, that's bogus. He like, if you want to be, again, get out of the sandbox. If you want to play big boy reporting, then don't just start tweeting about college basketball after you've gotten a big story wrong. Yeah, it, well, and, and look, look. Marty got the report about the 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 uh, restructure or pay cut was already reported. Yeah, now, yeah, and you can con <laughs> right, and if you want to go into that the, information in, in was the, already out there. Yeah, if you want to go into the nuance, then he could have come out and confirmed that Lombardi, uh, what Lombardi said. That's fine. That's fine, but it's the ask for his release that was then. Uh, you know, uh, rebuted, I guess, whatever the right word is for that, by Teron Davenport, who talks with Jared Stillman every week, I, I feel like. Uh, and I, I do think that that, um, that Teron will, you know, do his due diligence and, and multiple sources confirm that he has not asked for his release. So, Zach, there's a lot to this, right? Now, nothing has really happened since then other than Titans fans freaking out, thinking that Rand Carthon could come in here and potentially mess around with Kevin Byard. Now, there is a lot to this, right? Because Kevin Byard has the second highest cap hit on the Titans roster at over $19 million, only behind quarterback Ryan Tannehill, whose cap hit is at $36 million. So there's a lot of, a lot of, there's business, football business that could be done here, but what is it worth? And so I think here's what we're going to do, Zach. We've talked a lot for now 17 minutes about the Kevin Byard situation. Let's get the chat more involved this morning. What is one word to describe the entire Kevin Byard situation with the Titans? What is one word to define uh, the entire Kevin Byard situation with the Titans? We'll get to your comments here in a second uh, about what's gone on from Friday over the weekend. But first, I'm going to tell you guys all about the Bone & Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care whenever you get hurt in life you have to know where to go you have to know who to trust if you got some back pain some shoulder pain maybe that old knee injury is flaring up again well make sure that you don't just wait for it to heal itself because odds are that might not happen uh, but if you go see the bone and joint institute they'll help you out and get you back to where you need to be and they'll do it right there in franklin a one-stop shop for every process of the recovery uh, process for you right there off I-65 and Highway 96 uh, at Bone & Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org.
A to Z Sports. We are powered by BetMGM. Download the BetMGM app today. They've got you hooked up with the bonus code ATOZ Sports. They're the king of sportsbook. Use that bonus code ATOZ Sports. Get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet misses. That's right there for A to Z Sports fans and followers. So download the app today. All right, Zach. So we asked the question here uh, what is one word to describe the entire Kevin Byard situation with the Titans again here uh, is the just the information, the story as a whole. Jared Stillman Friday afternoon, Kevin Byard has requested his release from the Titans per source uh, after saying the Titans asked him for a pay cut. And then Teron Davenport a few hours afterwards on Friday afternoon uh, after uh, Adam Schefter tweeted that the Titans have asked Kevin Byard uh, for a pay cut. Uh, and the, the two are at a crossroads. Teron added a little more on this. Multiple sources confirm that Kevin Byard has not asked the Titans to release him. And so, Zach, I'll send you to the chat. Uh, what's one word to describe the entire situation with Kevin Byard and the Titans? Uh, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch, the uh, chat is pretty loaded up this morning. Yeah, I got to scroll all the way back up. Uh, Tyler Ross just starts off with stupid. Uh, Steven <laughs> says, uh, mess propaganda from Team Leader 2010. Mess from Tighten Up Ohio. Uh, we got BS coming in from Brandon. Unnecessary from Titans Kyle. Disrespectful from King Vaughn. Crossroads from Demetrius, which was a word used by Adam Schefter. Uh, bombastic from Daff. Weird from Guy. Goodbye from Mike. A nothing burger from Tim Timothy bluff from Jay disrespectful from Zach Goodman. Uh, Reginald said scary, unnecessary from Tiffany crazy from Steven messy from Caleb due diligence with the use of a hyphen, right? We'll let that go there. Okay. Uh, Jonathan with the hyphen uh, fan loss uh, right there from Zoe with another hyphen egregious from Brock business from Valentino disbelief from Michael disaster from Jacob Xavier, uh, blasphemy, slippery from Orlando. Really good mm. words coming in here this morning on Monday. Uh, fudge from Jake, <laughs> nightmare coming in from uh, Caleb. We've got absurd. A couple more businesses from Jimmy and David is business. Uh, and look, this is that's kind of the direction that I am going to go because look, business is business. That's how my mind thinks, and I think that's how. You know, the Titans mind thinks because they are running a business. And I think business was my word going into it. But I do think there's a caveat to this because I think Kevin Byard understands that it's business. Every time a new manager is hired in any type of situation, whether you're talking football, Burger King, McDonald's, a, a conglomerate, healthcare conglomerate, it doesn't matter. A new uh, vice president, president, CEO, uh, manager comes in. The employees should expect for change. Okay, you need to be heightened awareness because it now no. There's a reason why it was there was a change, and Kevin Byard, because of his contract and his salary, was a target. And he was a target by Rand Carthon and the franchise to say, how can we clear some money to help the business? That's why I think business is the correct word. Here's the unique thing. I think Bayard is looking back at the Titans actions and are like, well, I mean, they just gave Robert Woods $2 million this past offseason. They restructure guys all the time or have. That was under John Robinson, not Rand Carthon. And now they're asking me, to do this after all I've done for the franchise. I've been healthy. I've I've played hard. I've played for good teams. I've played for bad teams. I've been a team guy through and through. And I think that's why the disbelief, we heard that word, that I think is coming from Bayard, like, well, why me? Uh, that's not how you know our relationship with, with the, the Titans has been. Why are you asking me? But at the end of the day, it is business. But it's business on both sides. Kevin Byard can play business because they have a contract. You know, the Titans signed Kevin Byard to a contract. Kevin Byard is under contract. Mm -hmm. They are, you know, he is owed a certain amount of money. So you can play this however you want to play it. But at the end of the day, it is business. And it may get down to Austin, Kevin Byard asking for a release. But that has not happened yet. 
it has not happened yet. And you said a lot of things there. I agree with a lot of them. And yeah, there are reasons for the change, but Kevin Byard is not anywhere close to being a reason why the Titans had to make a change um, at the general manager position. And so I do think my one word, as you said, your one word is business. My one word is mismanaged. I, I do think it is business, but I do think this business, this business, concept has been mismanaged uh, because I think Rand Carthon has to understand the weight that Kevin Byard holds within the community. And I also think when you go about this, you cannot allow it to get out. And I don't know where, so let's think about this too. Where did this begin? Michael Lombardi, former GM, in the NFL who does a podcast. That's where this began. And so who put that and gave that to Michael Lombardi? Because I I had a, we, you know, we have our off-season topic list on our Google Doc between me, you, and Sam. I've got a, a topic that says untouchable players, colon, Kevin Byard, and question mark. Like, I don't know who outside of Kevin Byard was untouchable, in my opinion, going into this off-season. And so nobody was touching Kevin Byard uh, or talking about Kevin Byard moving on or being moved on from with this roster up until Lombardi. So where did it come from? Did it come from Kevin's Byard's agent? I, I don't really, I don't know because nothing else has ever come out of Kevin Byard's camp in seven plus years when he's been here. Well, they, he, haven't, he hasn't been asked to take this type right, of pay cut. Before. Right. Well, he's he has been restructured, right? Kevin Restructure's Byard's not a pay cut. Though. I understand. And I and I always want to bring up the difference when we talk about this to restructure versus pay cut. Restructure is actually giving the player more cash immediately. Pay cut is exactly what it sounds like. It is a pay cut. And so, so this, this is, is different. This is very different. But like nothing. And so nothing really came out of the Titans with John Robinson. It was a very tight-lipped. Uh, situation there. Rand Carthon's come in and now we see this leak. So where did this come from? I think it's mismanaged is my one word because now I I think it's absolutely fair for the Titans to approach Kevin Byard and say, hey man, you've, you're making a lot of money. It's $19 million on the cap. You know, you're turning 30. We're trying to fix this team. We're trying to stay competitive. Is there any way you would want to take a pay cut to help us? And, and he if said that, no. That's a fair conversation, and that's a fair answer from Kevin Byard. It's where did this go wrong? But where how did... was it mismanaged? I, I, that's kind of where I'm questioning. Well, it's what, the entire situation. The entire situation is mismanaged because it's out there because it got out, and now that now we're talking about it, are the Titans bluffing and are really uh, willing to release Kevin Byard if he doesn't take a pay cut? And is Kevin Byard going to try to call out the Titans' bluff? I, I think it's mismanaged by the way it became a saga. But it when was one side says no, then what are you going to do? I mean, you see this all the time. I actually, I don't think it's mismanaged. I think this is actually aligned, Austin, with what we've seen over the last couple of weeks with Rand Carthon. What else was leaked out two and a half weeks ago? The face of the franchise was being shopped, right? Yep. So you talk about two untouchable players, Austin. Well, I Rand didn't Carthon, think, I never said at least a year. Huh? I did not think Derrick Henry was untouchable. That's why I did not have Derrick Henry on that list of untouchable players that I just talked about. Der Derrick Henry, in my mind, is not untouchable. Kevin Byard was really the only untouchable player on the roster, in my opinion, going into the offseason. I, I thought everybody else had on a swivel. New management, new leadership. You well, never we know. didn't have the opportunity to have that show. Yeah, but Austin, right. I think when, when a new manager comes in, and I think I've said this time and time again, nobody's untouchable. Everybody can be fired. Because it's, and I'll go back to a sales concept. There's usually in the a sales room, I'm going to take uh, away from uh, football real quick. There's usually one or two people that have all the good accounts and they're making all of the money. Well, those are also preventing growth from the other salespeople to spread their wings and show what they can do when they have success. So sometimes you go in there and you fire the, the head sales guy just to shake things up. Nobody is untouchable. Kevin Byard under the old regime, I think you had something there. And again, we never had this conversation. Right. But I don't think anybody's untouchable. And I think it's shown from the rumors of shopping Derrick Henry, 
the the Tannehill rumors were always going to be swirling because it was Ryan Tannehill mm-hmm. and how the last two years have gone. And then now you see uh, Kevin Byard. I also think, and I do not know this, I'm not reporting false reporting like we talked about earlier in the show. Yeah. I'm saying my opinion on this is that I think Kevin Byard was uh, approached by the Titans to ask for a pay cut. And he says, no, I'm not doing this. And Byard's side somehow got this out to say Byard's refusing this, which it makes sense because Kevin Byard is beloved by the fan base of the Tennessee Titans. So the concept of a franchise asking a beloved player to take a pay cut makes more sense that the player would refuse that to create some tension. I'm not saying to create a release or to create a separation or a standoff, but to create some tension to to get both sides for the Titans to say, okay, we'll pay you this year, or hey, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to have a bigger discussion. Yeah, I think the problem with Byard's situation is that you know it's you, cutting Kevin Byard or even trading Kevin Byard does not make good football business sense either because of his previous contract restructure. He's got too much guaranteed dead money left on his contract that the Titans would still, if the Titans cut or trade Kevin Byard, they're either going to have him account for $14 million on this year's cap or $14 million on the cap over the next two years. And so I don't think that's good football business because I would rather have Kevin Byard on the football team for the next two years for like five or $6 million more than that, uh, than not have him on the football team the next two years with five or six million dollars less, right? That like that does not seem like a well, good. Cardone's coming in here and he's looking at the roster from a different point of view. He's I been in it. San Francisco for for years. He hasn't been paying as much of attention to the Titans, probably because of, ah. of what it. Oh no no no! Uh, it, I'm not saying that he didn't know the roster at all, but I think he's taking in and now he's got the keys to the car and he's looking at everybody's expendable. Everybody is on the table, and how are we going to fix this over the next several years? I think, and we don't know this, we'll talk about Lamar Jackson and some of the other rumors, the draft has not happened, Mm -hmm. but so far, Rand Carthon, it is pretty obvious, actions speak louder than words. And what has Rand Carthon done? He's come in there and he's put, rumored, Derrick Henry at least chopped him right? At least put him in a trade where that could be conceptually viewed as being shopped. He's asked Kevin Byard for a pay cut. Jeffrey Simmons, we sat there and we were like, oh, well, could he be traded? Could he be traded? That rumor, nothing has come out about that. Now, he hasn't been signed either, right. but Jeffrey Simmons has, is holding tight. Ryan Tannehill's still on the roster. And what has he done? He's gone in there and he's looked and signed of players at key positions of need to very short-term contracts. Sure, yeah. That's, that is what he's done. So it, it, the the writing, I can kind of see what Carthon's trying to do. I need a little bit more information over the next month or two to know, okay, I know what he's doing this year. And yeah. that can tell me over the next couple of years. But it's pretty obvious. Nobody's safe. <laughs> no, I know, yeah. And that's what I was saying. Like, I thought Kevin Byard was really the only untouchable, but he's not, obviously. And that, that didn't include, like, Traylon Burks is untouchable. They're not going to move on from him. I think Ryan Stonehouse is probably untouchable because that just makes too much sense. But I, I thought of the veterans, I thought Byard was the only safe one, but clearly not. Noah gives a little bit of lunch money to Sam. His one word is overblown. Byard is smart. It's a business. To kind of go along uh, with what Zach is saying of, of uh, you know, it's, it's a business and, uh, you know, it's fair for the Titans to ask, but it's also fair for Bayard to say no. Um, but we'll see how this all goes. Now, I did see a, a comment um, that says, is there any Lamar Jackson news? We'll probably talk about that potentially tomorrow uh, or even Wednesday. The Titans do have media availability at 1030 a.m. Central today at St. Thomas Sports Park, introducing unnamed free agent signings because the Titans have yet to make anything official when it comes to bringing in players from outside of the building. The only thing official the Titans have made is uh, NWI and the two franchise, uh, I'm sorry, the two uh, tenders uh, from Tart and Brewer. Uh, but Zach, there is, I, I think several people have brought up the quarterback, the one guy who is set to count more against the cap than Kevin Byard this year. There's a very clear reason, in my opinion, on why Ryan Tannehill will not be approached to ask for a pay cut 
Uh, but I'll tell you guys that here in a second. But first, tell everybody about Farm Bureau Health Plans. Yeah, FBHP.com is where to go to get your new health plan. I got my new health plan last year. I carried it over into this year, and I'm really glad that I did. I saved 20% per month, and I get a better plan. I get free teledoc conferences when I'm sick, and that is clutch because, look, I've gotten a prescription written for me to get me better when I, when I had the flu last year, right? I, I, was, I was searching for something, and I had a teledoc conference because it was a part of my plan, and I saved money on my plan. Farm Bureau Health Plans help so many Tennesseans all across the state. They've got 200 plus locations across the state. If you live in Tennessee, make sure you check out fbhp.com slash A to Z. That's fbhp.com slash A to Z. Get a health quote, get a health assessment, then get a quote and make a decision today. That's Farm Bill Health Plans of Tennessee. Also with BetMGM, you can win big this March with BetMGM just by having your friends join you because the refer friend invitation is always open on the BetMGM app. How that works is you go in, sign into your BetMGM app, go to the refer friend invitation, you send that off to up to 20 of your friends, and you get $50 in bonus bets if they sign up with BetMGM. They get $50 in bonus bets if they sign up with your refer for an invitation. It's a great time to do that. March is always fun. You also have the draft coming up uh, to, to play with as well with BetMGM. So make sure you check that out, that refer for an invitation. What that means is you can get up to $1,000 in bonus bets by referring up to 20 of your friends. So check that out right there with BetMGM. I'm rocking my BetMGM shirt because I always do that on Monday when BetMGM has the best of me on a weekend. And that's exactly what happened with the first weekend of the tournament for me uh, after a, a strong Thursday. It all went downhill uh, after that. But that's okay. You live to play another round. But check it out. Refer for an invitation with BetMGM. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 or older, Tennessee only. New and existing customer offer. All promotions, subject qualification, and eligible requirements. Rewards issued at knowledgeable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire in seven days. And for public gambling support, call Tennessee Redline 800-889-9789. So we're discussing here, Zach, that the fact that the reports that the Titans asked Kevin Byard for a pay cut have been confirmed by Schefter, by Tehran, uh, by Stillman, and then started by Michael Lombardi. So there's multiple names on that, but um, he has not asked the Titans to take uh, to cut him uh, from Tehran Davenport. So the reason why uh, Ryan Tannehill will not be asked to take a pay cut is because I think, is my opinion, not reporting, my opinion is the Tennessee Titans want to set themselves up with Ryan Tannehill to make him as easy to move on from as possible uh, after this year. And so if they approach Tannehill for a pay cut conversation, if I'm Ryan Tannehill's representation, I try to turn that conversation into an extension. And I think the Tennessee Titans are trying to stay as far away from that as possible. So they're willing to, I think, either move on from Tannehill this year or keep Ryan Tannehill in his current setup for that $36 million cap hit, understanding that this could be the last year of it. And $36 million for a cap hit is not the worst thing for a quarterback. It's expensive. It's not 54. It's, yeah, but like, but a $36 million cap hit for a quarterback is normal compared to a $19 million cap hit for a free safety in Kevin Byard that is one of the highest in the league at his position. So there will be nothing that comes out about Ryan Tannehill and a potential pay cut or a restructure. I think the Titans want to set themselves up to be flexible for Ryan Tannehill. And I think, you know, Joey says, thank God, get Tannehill out of here. You know, I don't, you know, there are people that dislike Ryan Tannehill. Uh, and so I, I don't ne necessarily think that he's going anywhere this year at this point, uh, but they don't know the market's moved. Yeah. I think, I think at the beginning you, at, I think the Jets report early before the Aaron Rodgers thing heated back up was the Titans were trying to look for a suitor to trade, maybe possibly Ryan Tannehill. And then once the market cooled down and quarterbacks started to go elsewhere, like Carr to the Saints, Garoppolo to the Raiders, I mean, there was just movement. The dust has settled on that position. Now you have the draft. Now you're looking towards who are the Panthers going to draft? Who are the Texans going to draft? Who are the Colts going to draft? And what's going to happen in the rest of the, you know, the, the top 10? So I, I, I think that I, – I do think that the Titans could draft a quarterback. I, I don't think that that is, is crazy to think about at 11 or trading up or trading down if a quarterback falls. I, I, 
I, I think that is all on the table. But even if they drafted a quarterback, Austin, I still think Ryan Tannehill presumably looks to be the starter in 2023 for this team. Uh, yeah, I would agree. It definitely feels like that. I did see some numbers uh, over the weekend about the Tennessee Titans that they have the lowest payroll in the NFL by uh, over $20 million. Uh, that's what players on the roster are currently being paid. Uh, the lowest payroll is around $145 million, the lowest in the NFL by $20 million. Uh, and that's because they have $37 million of dead cap and players they have cut and moved on from. And so I think with Tannehill and with Kevin Byard, I don't think they can really afford to cut uh, many other players that have a lot of dead money because they just don't have enough cap space to sign a lot of bodies to come play for them. Well, at this and point. you also have Jeffrey Simmons contract looming. Like I, Jeffrey Simmons is not going to play a single down this year for the Tennessee Titans without a contract. Yeah, I'll but again, like, but I, but again, the Titans will save money on the salary cap this year when they extend Jeffrey Simmons because the fifth year option is ten and a half million dollars. One hundred percent of it is against the salary cap. For right, this year. but the, but this is but I think one of the the actions that we've seen over the last several weeks is also maneuvering so that that can happen. Right. I mean, there is a method to all of this madness. And the big contract this year is Jeffrey Simmons. He is going to be paid north of 20 to 25 to even, I don't even know how, uh, even higher than that, million dollars a year if the Titans, in fact, sign him. So you, that's why you've seen all of this movement. And Rand Carthon has got to kind of figure it out. And look, I don't, Jeffrey Simmons can be a centerpiece of your defense. I think he's already proven that. Right. So, that is the philosophy, but I also get Kevin Byard's and I, disdain is not the word, but uh, refusal of taking a pay cut at this point in his career. I think there's emotion involved in that after all he's done for Tennessee, being a hometown hero, being drafted, becoming all pro, being the, the face of a franchise in the, in the defensive side of that, being on the stadium for years and years. It's just tough. It's a tough pill to swallow in that type of business. And we yeah. just saw it play out publicly with some wrong reporting and some right reporting. Yeah, I've learned something. Uh, Noah throws some jackpot money in uh, with his latest comment. He's, I mean, uh, if they're wanting a safety who is beloved in Tennessee, his high school teammate Rashawn Golden is available. It's Rand's style since it's under $1 million to sign. <laughs> Byard's cap savings. Here's what I've learned, Zach, is that uh, I covered uh, Noah in, when he was playing in high school. <laughs> I watched Noah play football because oh. I recover, because I, I covered Rashawn Golden his junior and senior year uh, when he was at Independence. And so apparently I uh, also covered Noah. So how about that? I, as did I. Yeah, I, right? I, I was at an Independence game when we used to cover high school. This is when Austin and I originally met. When we used to go Friday nights, we'd go to different high school games. And so Noah, I, I have covered you in that sense for for independence back in the day when uh a to z sports was a lot different than it is now yeah i was actually probably pre a to z sports to be honest yeah we were working for the the station whose employee got the report wrong yeah <laughs> <laughs> That's we won't get into that no no the chat doesn't want me to get into that no cause... no 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 no. but hey we have watched i have watched uh noah play football i just had no idea who he was what number he was what position he played how he played but Rashawn golden is a badass player in high school and what he did for tennessee uh i you know i do think uh Rashawn as a depth player is something that would be a, a fine thing to entertain but i don't think and i think noah was joking there but uh, I do think uh, Kevin Byard needs to be. Oh, yeah, um, well, yeah, he go, he comes back. That was a joke. Yeah, I know. And then he uh, he also says, uh, "Don't watch the film because he was a 180 pound right tackle." Independence was better than having a 180 pound right tackle. Uh, but anyway, all right, we'll move on from that. The Titans did sign Zach, a new player this morning, uh, as of like 6 a.m. Central. Uh, the Titans signed reportedly Sean Murphy Bunting of the Tampa Bay. Buccaneers. This is coming from Jordan Schultz, finalizing a one-year deal worth up to five million with Sean Murphy Bunting. Sources tell the score: just 25 years old, won a Super Bowl with the Bucks, notched one interception, one forced fumble, and six pass breakups during Tampa's last four games. 
this past season. So, uh, Zach, you know, it's another one-year deal for Rand Carthon that he signed. I know you and Sam talked about this some last week that you feel like the the short-term deals are really stacking up for Rand Carthon. But, I mean, you're a Bucks guy. You know, what do you know about Sean Murphy bunting and what kind of player are the Titans getting? Well, I think it's a solid depth corner that has experience. You always need that. And you've seen that on rosters for years. You draft corner, cor- you got to have good corners, right? Because it's a passing league. So you want to draft well. The problem is Caleb Farley is not very good. Uh, Christian Fulton is, and we've seen Roger McCreary start to develop. So they've got some good young talented pieces that they've drafted. But now you got to bring in somebody with with experience that can play, that has been consistent. I like the signing. I also like the one-year deal. And it actually kind of brings me to a concept of what I saw uh, from Darren, who says, the Titans seems like they're being cheap. Why can't they maneuver money to pay the players and bring in more talent? So, Darren, I'm going to bring up an analogy of what I see the Titans doing. It is like buying a new house, Okay. You you get married and you're figuring out what house you're going to buy because you've outgrown the house that you are currently in. Well, what do you do? You don't go on extravagant vacations right before you buy a house. You don't make a trip to Greece. You don't buy a new $80,000 car. You start to be smart with your money. You start to save a little bit. Maybe you don't take the annual vacation down to the beach that year that you usually do because hell maybe you live in Nashville and the prices are jacked up and you you gotta save money to buy a house so it's all strategy I don't believe that they're being cheap I think that they're being I can kind of see the future the Titans aren't gonna buy a new house this year they're gonna buy a new house when the salary cap increases in 2024 and in 2025 and they are starting to build the foundational pieces that's why I wouldn't be surprised they draft a left tackle. They draft a, uh, a a wide receiver that they can continue to groom. And now you blink twice. You have a quarterback, a new running back here in the next couple of years, and they have pieces around them that aren't the pieces that they've had the last two years. So I don't think that this is cheap. And I think Sean Murphy Bunning, Bunning is an example of maybe you didn't take the beach trip, but you did a weekend getaway that was a lot – you know, cost effective and something that made you feel better to justify a vacation because you're buying a house that is on the horizon. Yeah. Uh, David says frugal. I don't think it's frugal. I think it's flexible. I, th- I think it's, it's good. And, and again, like if you missed Sam's article from last week, I suggest you go read it where Sam went through and talked about what the Titans have done from, or what rank Carthon has done in his past. And with the 49ers of signing free agents that are not expensive, but getting a lot of value out of the dollars you spend where the Titans were third last in the NFL in getting the value out of the dollars they spent in free agency in John Robinson's last three off seasons. And Sean Murphy bunting is a guy that as I've read, and you can read about it at a to Z sports.com. We've got to write up about uh, SMB as a corner Four-year guys, young, he's got speed and athleticism. He had a couple good seasons early in his career, but then lost really his role for the most part uh, over the last year and a half, but still has ability. So now you're signing a guy who is hungry, who wants to go out there and prove himself, and a one-year deal is good for the team because the player has to go earn the next year. And so I think this could work out nicely for the Tennessee Titans, and we'll have to see how – uh, the cornerback room develops out, as you mentioned, the, the names the Titans have uh, with, uh, you know, Christian Fulton going into a contract year. Now SMB is in a contract year and Roger McCreary, young, made mistakes. Elijah Molden, injury riddled season. Caleb Farley, is he on a career uh, pivotal year on what happens with Caleb Farley? Like he goes one way or the other depending on year three in the NFL. So you got to have some veteran experience that can come in and play. And I think that's what uh, SMB is. Well, and I agree with Tim. It's a solid pickup because of all the things that you said, all that does is create competition, right? There's not a guy that's just like signed, sealed and delivered. I mean, all all the guys are going to play. Caleb Farley's the big question mark, but maybe Caleb Farley improves. I, I don't think that he will, but maybe he does because all of the guys are kind of on that same level. 
you know, like they, they're they're all right around the same age. They're right around the same uh, experience, give or take a couple of years. And they're all hungry. You know, Sean Murphy Bunning's on a one-year contract. Yep. Caleb, Far- Car- Caleb Farley is at a pivotal point in his career, guaranteed with the Tennessee Titans, maybe career altogether as a corner in the NFL. And Christian Fulton has a lot to prove coming off of uh, a less than great year because of injury. And we saw that. And then, you know, Roger McCreary had his ups and downs. He was really good at times. And then you saw those rookie mistakes that that hurt one-on-one matchups when McCreary was in there. And so I, I like I like the development of the cornerback room adding Sean Murphy Bunning. It makes a lot, it makes a lot of sense. And I like that it's just a one-year deal. Yeah, uh, agree. And uh, I, you know, I've seen some people say change Caleb Farley to wide receiver, move him to safety, cut him. You know, the Titans aren't going to cut him because he's a first round pick who has a guaranteed contract, so that they cannot afford to do that. Uh, I don't think moving Caleb Farley to a safety makes any sense because of his lack of being physical because of that, um, you know, in back injury and wide receiver. I think you're just you don't have time to allow Caleb Farley to redevelop as a wide receiver. I mean, he was a really good wide receiver as a, a, a high school All-American, but again, he hadn't played wide receiver in like five years. It's just well, not gonna he's happen. coming off of what? Uh, his second uh, back surgery. No, I'm sorry. His third back surgery. His second uh, slip disc injury. Sometimes, sometimes you draft Jake Clockers. Yeah, you just can only get one. Well, and you know, the guy who draft, drafted Jake Locker was not around much longer after he did that. And the guy who drafted Caleb Farley was not around much longer after he did that. Uh, so yeah. You can't miss on first round picks. That's why Traylon Burks, I mean, uh, again, I, John Robinson drafted him, but these first round picks, especially Rand Carthon starting off his career with a first round pick at number 11 overall, you got to hit if that's where you pick. And if you trade down and get another first round pick, you got to hit. If you trade up to get a higher first round pick, you got to hit and you got to start this year. So, uh, you know, we're about, you know, a month and a week away. It's getting close. That's right. A to Z sports here live on this Monday. Again, the Titans holding press conferences in about an hour and a half, 1030 AM central time. Sam Phelan will be there at St. Thomas sports park for that coverage. We'll find out which players the Titans officially announce as free agent signings because they have not done that uh, yet, but that I'm sure will come out over the next 90 minutes or so. But Zach, it is time to shift towards Monday. Ask me anything, but tell us all about Wilson County Hyundai. Yeah, Wilson County Hyundai is where you need to go to get your next ride. It's wilsoncountyhyundai.com. Quick trip down I-40, exit 236. They've got you covered with the Palisade, full-size SUV, third-row seating. You can also check out the Sonata and the Elantra. Those are sedans. They've got the Tucson and the Santa Fe. Your perfect making model is right around the corner. Check out Wilson County Hyundai. They are family-owned and operated, which is important. So you can walk in there. You can test drive the vehicle. You can negotiate. You can talk about price. And I promise Payne Bone and his team will help you out and find your perfect car. If you are in the market for a vehicle, make sure you put Wilson County Hyundai on your list. Go online at wilsoncountyhyundai.com. Hey, with BetMGM, you can win with your friends joining the BetMGM crew. Oh, that's what the refer a friend invitation. Go check that out. It's a big week coming up uh, with the tournament's second weekend ahead beginning Thursday night. Uh, Tennessee advances, so a lot to, to watch for there this upcoming week. But refer a friend invitation with the BetMGM app. You log in. You can send that refer a friend invitation up to 20 friends, and you get $50 in bonus bets for each friend that signs up, up to $1,000. That's 50 times 20 right there. And they get $50 in bonus bets as well when they sign up with your refer friend invitation with the BetMGM app. Uh, Zach, it is now time for Monday Ask Me Anything. What do you have coming up for us this uh, to wrap up this Monday show? Well, this is more of an in-depth question because I do think that there's two parts to it, but we're, we're going to go to the card uh, on this Monday morning. Okay. And brings up a good point. <laughs> Let's see here. Why don't you ever see the headline psychic wins lottery? So I think that brings up the point of why don't you see that? And do you believe in psychics? Because there is 
a, I mean, Miss Cleo, as I've referenced for years and years, and that's more of a joke, but there are, I was actually driving yesterday in Nashville uh, on my way back uh, home from traveling. And I looked and there's a, there was a psychic shop. <laughs> and I, I was and then I picked this card this morning. I thought that was weird. Do you believe in psychics? And why don't you ever see the headline psychic wins lottery? Well, you don't see the headline psychic wins lottery because you don't control the lottery numbers you get. Right. I mean, I don't play the lottery. Oh yeah. You can pick your own numbers. Okay. Well, I, you know, I, I don't like necessarily play the lottery, but I, I guess that's uh, <laughs> it's a good point. I don't know. If you, you could predict the future, if you can predict those type of things, then why wouldn't you predict winning the lottery, win the lottery and do whatever you want? I just don't think that's how that works. And you know, I, I don't know any psychics, but there's so, a huge industry. Like it is a big industry. Psychics. Yeah. Cause I don't think it's like tarot card readings. I mean, yeah, but I think that's like, I don't think that's like predictive on like numbers. It's more, that's more uh, like, but who makes again, the rules? I, I have, <laughs> I have never gone to one of these psychics or, or readings or would readings. you ever go here's, there's another question. That's why I say, I think this opens up the, the door of, would you ever go to a psychic if presented? I mean, uh, for fun, like for entertainment purposes, I would be open to it. Oh, I mean, you not, would be. Oh, so yeah, that's the question. You would be open to going to a psychic. Yeah. For fun. It, but again, like I, I, I think psychics don't, they're not trying to like nail the prediction a hundred percent with accuracy. It's more, isn't it more of like a, an energy of feeling on, on, of, you know, a somewhat broad type of event, not the event itself. Like you will see financial, success in your future how do they know that but orlando brings up the point you never hear that they psychics win 14 leg parlays that's true that's true unless it's biff i mean i don't know i mean shouldn't they know alabama you are going to have great success this year on the hoist a trophy trophy on the court right because you know no no a psychic reading for alabama is alabama you will overcome much stress and adversity uh, from the outside to be successful in your path. Uh, whatever. Right. I, I, like, I think it's vague stuff. It's not, you're going to win the lottery or here's the five numbers. And Jimbo brings up something hypnosis. So he was hypnotized a hundred percent. I do believe, and you've seen that in being hypnotized. That scares the absolute I do. I do out. believe in that as well. I here are my, here's my philosophy on psychics. I would not be open to going on to psychic. I would not go because I believe that a part of life is the unknown is you should work really hard or love really hard, do whatever you want based on the unknown of the outcome of that. I also think that that's what creates humanity and, and sanity and having a conscience and all of those other descriptive words that make up a human. I don't want to know what the future is. And so I am closed-minded. I would not go to a psychic, but I do believe that I could be hypnotized, which scares me. Right. Yeah. I was in a, in high school, we had a, uh, what do you call the person who hypnotizes you? Not a hypnotizer. There's, there's a word. I just can't think of it right now, but we had a hypnosis session. Yeah, hip- and and so uh i did not get hypnotized because apparently i did not like let go enough or i didn't allow myself enough i was too like excited yeah. you and were, i didn't you allow it refusal to hypnotist. You just in your hypnotist. mind um hypnotist i don't know why i couldn't a hypnotizer <laughs> what the hell uh, but yeah you know, i wasn't allowed i wasn't allowing it myself sounds like to get something there. that they sell in an infomercial <laughs> a hypnotizer it like helps you lose body fat right <laughs> that's exactly what that is all right <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I mean, I would be open to it because I think it would be entertaining and I wouldn't take it much very seriously uh, through all that. But you're so you're we're, we think that psychics, how to say, they're, they're real. Yes, there are psychics, but do you believe that they 
work. Yeah, but they're like they're vague general statements. They're not like so they're that's phony. I think there's a I think there is some type of not phoniness to it. And now is it intuition? Is it I don't you know I, I, I don't think know. it's I think it's BS. I think it's uh, uh just sales. I think that you can you can say general things as you're saying and make you believe that oh my gosh, you know, you're you're going to have you know love in your life in the coming years. Well, hell, that could be five, seven years, right? I mean, who knows? And then you always look back, it's like, oh well, that, that, no, the, they're hedging their bets, right? Right. And so that's that's why it's BS. I, I don't I don't buy it. All right, that's fine. Uh, so Matt has is just constantly, constantly commenting about when am I going to do the one chip challenge? Well, you know, I I had to wait for the chip to deliver, which it did on uh, Sunday. Sunday it delivered. So we'll have to f- find out what the uh, right time to do it. I wasn't going to start off the week with it, but uh, I do have it in my possession. So maybe we'll wait until Thursday. Uh, to do it with the magic bucket, uh, but we'll do it this week for sure because it is in my possession for the one chip challenge. I am not excited. So there we go. Matt, are you happy? Good. Glad you're happy. All right, guys, that'll wrap These, it up. For- the, the, the commenters about the one chip challenge, they they come out yes. of the woodwork. Yeah, they, they just are ready for the pain uh, for us. All right, A to Z Sports, you're live on this Monday. Once again, same family will be at St. Thomas Sports Park, 10.30 a.m. Central Time this morning for the Titans media availabilities, introducing uh, multiple uh, new players uh, that they have agreed to with contracts. We'll find out which players those are uh, later on this morning. And then we'll be back to react to everything, including potential Lamar Jackson uh, updates and reports. But make sure before you go, you give that show a thumbs up. I know for a fact we have way more people watching right now that have liked the show. So if you like the show, Give us that help. Give us that thumbs up on Facebook, on YouTube. We'd greatly appreciate that so we can help our algorithms and help our channels grow to help our conversations be even better. Buck Rising live tonight, A to Z Sports Primetime at 8. We'll see you guys tomorrow morning. Appreciate it as always. Adios.